Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters, and this time we get some uh, new special powers that will be clearly explained and make total sense by the end of the episode, so I'm very excited for that. I'm Zach, and joining me this week we've got Mike. Hey, it's me. It's it's the one who's, like, you you know who I am. Like, alright? Like, that's, He's that's here not... more than I am. <laughs> Yeah, like, like, listen, if you, listen, this is, I, I hope that doesn't come off as, like, conceited or, like, self-centered or anything, because, like, listen, I'm nothing special, but, like, if you yeah. listen to this podcast, you know the fuck who I am. You're just here every week, like, yeah. it's, so, uh, and also, we have our buddy Matt. So, Woo! Zach was, like, looking down the list of, like, people he could get, because this is a small podcast this time, and he went down the list, and he's like, oh, fuck, nobody's... <laughs> Who's at literally the bottom of the... Oh, it's this fucking nope. guy. Do we gotta get this no, guy? No. Really? Oh, Folks, fuck. Folks, for real, though, we're, we're gonna we're gonna peek behind the curtain a little bit. We'd actually been talking for a while about how we really needed to get Matt back on again. Yeah, and I'd actually asked to get back on. Um, It's yeah. just, like, scheduling was being a pain in the ass. Right, and, yeah. and like, we were transitioning back from Alien to Teenagers, and, and also I went on, like, a two-week work trip, so I wasn't at my house. So, like... It took a little while. That said, what I didn't know when I asked Matt on to this one is it was just going to be three people. I thought it'd still be like five. <laughs> and then <laughs> I signed in and like everybody was like, can't make it today. Can't make it today. So it was, Honestly, you know, fine. I'm, I'm so glad that we got Matt back for this episode specifically because holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I was watching this one and I'm like, oh, did they get me on this episode because this episode perfectly plays to my strengths or like what happened here? I I'm going to be honest, like, I feel like we get desensitized to the stupid shit that happens in this show. But there's some stuff in this that when we get there, I'll, I'll point it out. But that I was literally like, oh, oh. Okay, okay. I guess that's <laughs> happening now. <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect to see that, but all right. Yeah. So, so yeah, um, we're going to talk about the episode in just a little bit. But first, I have some talking about things to do. Talking 
Talking about things. I mentioned it when it first happened, but um, there's been on the Power Rangers Legacy Wars mobile fighting game app, uh, there was a crossover with Street Fighter. Uh, Matt actually came on to talk about it when it first happened. Um, then a little bit later, they introduced the Rio Ryu Ranger, which was Ryu which as is a Power still a Ranger. ridiculous mouthful of a horseshit thing. It's hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, um, folks, Zach normally has trouble saying things, but like even by anyone's standards, like that is a difficult. That's a mouthful. I don't want to defend myself because I am a fuck up, but I. It is way harder to talk when you're hosting a podcast than it is in normal life, and I don't know why. <laughs> it's like it's. I think it's, I think it's me... because like y- you feel compelled to try and do well, and that that psychs yourself out. It might also be just that like when you talk and you fuck up in normal conversation, no one really points it out. Sure, but like when you when you fuck up on a podcast, like like not only is it there forever for one but for two you have to podcast with a group of people who will mercilessly mock you for it yes right well it's just funny because like you know some of the podcasts i listen to they have really get like they have hosts that seem really mush-mouthed and i was like man it's just weird that the person of these groups that's the hardest to understand uh hosts and now i'm like oh no they probably talk like totally fine <laughs> In, in their normal everyday lives. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, so there was this Ryu Ranger uh, character who I'd mentioned before I really liked the design of, despite the fact that he clearly has t- a headband and then a m- helmet that also has a headband on it, which is too much. Yeah. But <laughs> well, headbands make you more powerful. So if you have two of them. Yeah. Um, and, and I think I mentioned even that I logged into that game one day and it forced me from the app to a YouTube trailer for a, quote, full movie they were making. Well, that shit's out now. So if you go search, uh, I think it's called Power Rangers Street Fighter Showdown on YouTube. It's like seven minutes long. Uh, It's pretty fun. I'll I'll give a little more detail. But basically, before we start... Between this and the fucking Shattered Grid shit, it is... This is a fucking golden age for like weird Power, shit. Ran- Power Rangers fan movies made by the actual owners of the property. Right, that's the thing. Is like, you know, if you exist on the internet, you've seen videos where people make like, you know, not just Power Rangers, but there was a Power Rangers Voltron one that had like um Xavier Woods from the WWE in it that went around, but and and I you know I've seen like Batman versus Darth Vader movies and all this shit on YouTube. Rarely yeah. is the people who own the property involved. Rarely is they involved. And yep. um, <laughs> speaking of saying words, real good. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just fucking weird that there's a video out on the internet that's at least partially sanctioned by both Capcom and. I guess Hasbro now, though. Yeah, that's another weird thing because all the official Power Rangers shit is still coming out from like Saban accounts, and I don't know what's up with that. But well, I guess Hasbro bought Saban, well, yeah, the brand. So anyway, um, point well, is, so it's that, it's weird because like we don't know, and they're never gonna tell us how long any given project has been in development. And plus, we also don't know, like, how long it took for the Hasbro Saban deal to finalize. Because, like, again, they there was, like, a publishing deal that was apparently 
build up slash testing ground slash setup maybe for the buyout and like it's hard to establish a timeline and it's hard to know like okay how much of this was like just the folks who were who were working under Saban getting this started completely independent of Hasbro how much of this was like Hasbro's marketing team being like okay we've got this brand or we're about to have this brand we should exploit it you know it's hard to know yeah so it, it this thing has come out and uh there's a little bit of 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 a plot, but basically, and I mean, not really, basically they, you see Ryu at the beginning. He's like stranded and he says like, I'm not from this world and there's bad guys here. And he gets attacked by some evil power Rangers. Um, and then Chun-Li saves him. Uh, and then they both get teleported magically, uh, and see a big statue of Ninjor. And I think they're supposed to be in Ninjor's temple. It looks way different than the show, obviously, because it's like it's all CG. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Yes, they, they fucking remember Ninjor for this, dude. Ninjor is yeah. like the central plot point of it. It's weird. Oh, shit. Yeah, you know. Okay, so folks, again, peek behind the curtain. Uh, when Zach said this was the news thing we were gonna talk about, I was like, I'm not fucking watching that, and he was like, Fair. Yeah. To, I might and have to be to clear, now. it's not like you were like, I'm very busy. You were just like, I'm not gonna do that. It's like we <laughs> tried to serve Mike a plate of food and he just picked it up and just threw it on the floor and we were like, yeah, okay, that's fine. <laughs> so, in fairness, in fairness, I'm the guy who who will almost always like make sure to watch the thing. You know, I, yes, yeah, I, that's, I, that's I, what I very rarely... One, that's what makes this one more bizarre, though, because this isn't actually bad. <laughs> I just, like, I was just like, you know, I'm I'm not really a fan of Street Fighter. I, I don't play the mobile Power Rangers game. A lot of the Power Rangers stuff is from future seasons. I don't know. This is this is just kind of not for me. I'm just going to sit back and let Matt take this one. Yeah, but, like, you watched the entirety of Mighty Morphin Season 2. Yeah, Mighty Morphin Season 2 was fucking terrible. <laughs> Holy shit. I think there was an episode I skipped because I wasn't there for the recording. I think it might have been the Aisha Firefighter one. Oh, no. You missed an episode <laughs> of Season 2. What are you going to do? <laughs> Oh, wait, you're just going to move on with your life because season yeah. two was fucking terrible. Holy so, shit. I also, Matt, by the way, uh, Alien Alien Rangers is worse. Anyway. Uh... Oh, okay. Well, um, all right. Yeah, Alien Rangers is easily the low point so far. Like, I, wait. I think you missed the entirety of that or yeah. close to it. Fucking God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you made the right decision. Though, Matt, I'm honestly a little surprised your reaction was, well, I got to go check that out. <laughs> God. Uh. So yeah. Uh, anyway, they're at they're at Ninjor's temple, um, and you know Tommy comes out of nowhere basically and starts and and Ryu tries to murder him, which is probably what I would do if I saw Jason yeah, like, Frank in a strange place. I mean, also in <laughs> fairness, his name like Ryu just gotten attacked, and at this point he he's understandably pretty jumpy. So, sure. Like yeah. I mean, listen, the, the misunderstanding that makes us fight each other is pretty standard superhero crossover procedure. Like, that's yeah. just how that works. Yeah, right. So, sure. so, And I mean, hold on. Actually, are, is Rio a superhero? Yeah, yes. superpowers. Yeah, I mean, I'd say yes. He's a superhero. Okay. If, if, like... If kung fu superheroes in, uh, you know, Marvel or whatever count, I would say yes. Well, Danny Rand ain't a hero anymore because they canceled this show. Cause yeah, that's really funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they, um, 
so so Tommy explains. Also, Gia from Power Rangers Megaforce is there. It's kind of weird because I don't think they say their names at they all. Do. I don't or think explain they do. who they, they are don't. or anything. They're just there, which is fine. I mean, yeah. I know who they are. They made this for a pretty specific audience, so I guess it makes sense. Yeah, they, they don't explain Jack. I was lost for, like, I. it was weird watching this because as I was, like, taking notes, I was like, I understand quite literally half of everything that's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Tommy explains, like, hey, uh, M. Bison has teamed up with Rita Repulsa, Reader Pulsa is is making evil Power Rangers because she's like infected the Morphin Grid, uh, and M Bison is is getting power from her or something. I, again, it's very fast. <laughs> okay, I, I want to pose a question here to uh, to the massive Power Rangers fan and the massive Street Fighter fan. M Bison teaming up with Rita Repulsa. Who's slumming it more? Uh, Rita. Yeah, M. Bison kind of sucks. Yeah, like, M. Bison's okay. track record, not actually very good. He's also, like, the Street Fighter lore is not good. Oh, no, the Street Fighter lore is, like, actively fucking terrible, and I say this as a person who likes it. And, uh, like, I don't love Tekken, but I know what the fuck is happening in Tekken, and I don't know what the fuck is happening in Street Fighter. <laughs> What's happening in Tekken is an endless cycle of people throwing their father-slash-sons off a cliff. <laughs> okay, <laughs> actually, Mike, do you know that there's a bear character, like, an, a brown bear character in Tekken? You know that, right? Kuma! Did you know that Kuma is canonically a recruiter for the Mishima Corporation's Black Ops team? <laughs> Not even fucking lying. Tekken, Tekken is can, fun. Can we just say fuck it to this episode of Power Rangers and just talk about Tekken for a while? Man, Maybe I, another time. A, a fighting game lore podcast might not be the worst idea of all time. Actually, that's probably a pretty solid idea because you honestly, you could do like four podcasts worth of material on Blaze Blue alone. Yeah, Holy for sure. Shit. Uh, and I, that's not me just saying that as a backdoor to talk about, uh, Mortal Kombat on mic. But anyway, so... I mean, you never need an excuse for that. Mortal Kombat is officially part of the Power Rangers canon now. Wait, Because we made it. Well, how did we Because we, we covered it on Teenagers with Attitude. That makes oh, that's canon. true. We did do that. That's how yeah. it works. Also, yeah. you gotta remember, they crossed over with DC at some point, so... Any and Power Rangers oh, yeah, have, they both yeah, crossed mm-hmm. over with DC Comics. That's, that's right. Mm-hmm. So, they did. Mm-hmm. So they explain and Marvel Comics, which brings us right back around to Iron Fist. <laughs> no. So they explain we have to co- we have to go save Ninjor. He's been kidnapped, uh, and and we've got to go save Ninjor because he makes the. Basically, they explain the. They don't really explain the Morphin Grid. They're just like, yo, it's bad if she gets it. Also, I like how they really tap into like Ninjor's signature move, which is getting kidnapped. Yes. <laughs> also, they're like. Uh, Ninjor makes these this power, so uh, we gotta go save him because they can use him for bad things. Uh, also, Ninjor is the reason that everyone almost dies in um, uh, in Shattered Grid. Also, so Ninjor is just does does not have a good track <laughs> record. But anyway, oh, that um, sucks because like Ninjor's a great character. Oh, he's like, great. Yeah, he's just, just he's just super gullible. And anyway. <laughs> uh, so wait, wait, so he 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 fucks everybody through being tricked. Yeah, evil Tommy tricks him into making him new powers in the shattered. Wow. Grid. Yeah. It, so 
Man, how are you going to fall for somebody named Evil Tommy? That's Well, I don't think he introduces himself as Evil Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hope Evil Tommy introduced himself as Good Tommy. <laughs> yeah. Hello, I am Normal Everyday Good Tommy. I am Normal Tommy. Everyday Good Tommy. Please give me powers. <laughs> so, um, so they say... That said, Ninjor was able to create one power coin before he was kidnapped because we haven't designed uh, a uh, Power Ranger suit for Chun-Li. Which, uh, in the comments of the YouTube video, people are demanding that hard. And I would love that. As so. they should. Yeah, that'd be rad. That's she an absolute horseshit that they didn't make one for Chun-Li. Yeah, she gets kind of shafted in this video. It's a bummer. It's weird because they feature her pretty prominently. You figured they'd just be like, "Yeah, whatever, fuck it, give her a power coin too." Yeah. But like, I guess, I guess like the budget ran out, and they're like, "Sorry, power coin machine broken." I mean, let's yeah. face it, Chun Li is the second most important character in that series because no one gives a flying fuck about Ken. I, I, oh. I thought you were gonna say Guile. I was gonna be so fucking mad because I love Guile. <laughs> <laughs> Guile's Power Ranger suit would have. That shape in the helmet, his hair shape, it would just be like <laughs> this. I weird... think you all are forgetting the actual most important Street Fighter character, Twelve. Don't you remember Twelve? Is Twelve the robot? No, no, that's Q. Don't you oh, remember Twelve? No, I don't. No, I have Who's no 12? idea who you're talking about. You you don't remember the incredibly memorable clay stretchy arm man from Street Fighter Three Third Strike? Street Fighter Three no. has some. Really cool characters, and then some, like, complete garbage. Yeah, it's definitely more hits than misses, thankfully, because that game has, like, Yuri and Makoto, Q, who are all really good designs. But then you have shit like, well... It also has Sean, who's... So here's, here's here's the thing. I know you're being sarcastic, I can tell from the tone of your voice, but I'm trying to ascertain just how sarcastic is the thing. 12 sucks, he's bad. 12 12 is really bad, both thematically and mechanically. The character is one of the worst characters ever introduced into a Street Fighter game. Okay. Yeah, not great. So, unfortunately, Chun-Li does not get to be a Power Ranger, but Ryu gets a, 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 I said a, I almost said a token. He gets a Power Coin. Uh, (laughs) And they all teleport off to... Chernobyl or something? I don't know where they what? are. Well, this is also like set in post-apocalyptic Power Rangers world. Like you said, the, see the dead Dragonzord and some other shit. Um, it it's like vaguely tied into Shattered Grid, but not really because again, it's they have seven minutes, so there's no like setup of plot. Anyway, also- we. S- on one of uh, this is a tiny detail. I'd just like to point out real quickly uh, on the establishing shot of the not Chernobyl wreck. Um, on one of the silos, there's some graffiti that says "Bison Forever" done in the exact same font of like the Street Fighter Four font, which I thought was a nice little nice little. That touch. is cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway, continue. So we they they walk up. Uh, so we see M Bison like spying on them. M. Bison's costume in this is is pretty cool and faithful, though he's really clanky because he has these metal bits and he makes a ton of noise when he moves around, which is kind of <laughs> weird. That honestly, I'm fine with like the costume design and like the clankiness. It it feels it feels right. It looks yeah, right. It works. Yeah. They find. Would you prefer uh, it if it was uh, Orbisy? What? That's a that's a it's fine. Don't worry. Okay. About it. You, <laughs> you know what? Said, you should have said Ratchet, at least, like... No, because that's not, uh... That's, that doesn't have to do with Power Rangers. Yeah, so they find... Oh, no. uh, so, uh, so, Matt, you know the, um... 
You know the Scottish robot and his little friend in this episode? Yeah. Um, Those are Clank and Orbis. Oh, yeah. I was going to say Robot Man and from Doctor Who and Little Beep Booper. I yeah. can't remember their fucking names. Also, Clank kind of looks like Fanto from Mario 2 we've mentioned, which I like. Uh, oh, yeah, he does. Shit. But so so they find Ninjor, and this is honestly the only thing about this that makes me really angry is that Ninjor yes. just sounds like a robot. He yeah, doesn't. He's, he sounds like a what? normal person. It's bullshit. Yeah, it's it's real garbage. I, I was on board for like the first like four and a half minutes of this, and then this <laughs> happens, and now I'm smashing the down vote right now. <laughs> I there is dislike exactly this. One thing people remember about Ninjor. I yeah. am the exact. I am the one thousand person ever to downvote this 1000 people are right 37000 people are wrong it's very funny because like i think i feel like even people who are on our show who are who would not maybe describe themselves as like huge power rangers fans like mad and luke like who the fuck doesn't love the fact that they gave a robot Dudley do rights voice? It's great. It makes no sense. It's wonderful. So why? Would I've you definitely seen that? people complain about it, like it's a bad thing, and those people are wrong. Oh, can I squirt hot sauce into their eyes, like legally? <laughs> uh, not legally, but I still encourage you to do so. Okay. It just makes don't no snitch. like what? I, it's I don't know. I don't understand why they did it, but also once you see that, why? How would you ever go? Well, I hate this. No, you're wrong. It's amazing. <laughs> Um, so anyway, uh, Ninjor dies? Maybe he doesn't. It's not super clear. He uh, set on fire a little bit at the very least. Like, yeah, shoulder, it, one of his shoulder pads. Is it doesn't seem good. And then, and then M. Bison shows up and we just get a big old fight, basically. Yeah, and they kick punch M. Bison, and, but they, M. Bison's too strong. And he's like, I have so much power now. And they're like, oh yeah, well, fuck you. We've got power. It's morphing time, except for you, Chun-Li. You can go like sit in a corner yeah, and like play yeah. on your phone for like the next 30 seconds i guess she, while we do this she does still get to do stuff but yeah, yeah that's the it's, weird thing is yeah. she still like fights like normal and is apparently just as strong as them so maybe the only reason she doesn't get a suit is that they're worried she'd be too powerful i don't yeah. really fucking know so anyway it, could it's... you imagine chun Li with a power coin what her legs could do Oh, God. Oh, Actually, that's Christ. why they did it. She'd just be a pair of just, like, massive legs. It'd be horrible. <laughs> Jesus. Apocalyptic thighs just breaking a man in half. It's really funny to me that when when they made Chun-Li 3D, they leaned hard into how big her thighs are. Yeah, because, like, the thing about that is, like, her thighs were big and, like, Third Strike and, like, uh, a Super Turbo and everything, but they weren't, like, that big. And then They, they were definitely, happened. like, exaggerated and caricatured, but they were still, like, bearing in mind that it was a cartoon, we're still within the realm of feasibility. But, like... And then, like, four happened, and it's just, like, <laughs> they so big. big! I love it. I love that they gave her giant fucking legs. It's awesome. No, they're the best. But also, someone has... Someone, someone is living their truth. Yeah, that's God. <laughs> God, I kind of want to, but also really never want to see power-coined Chun-Li, who's just, like, a mewling ball of just, like, 20 massive legs, just <laughs> kick, kicking the ever-holy shit out oh of God, everything it went so wrong. Her. So they morph. For some reason, that's not explained anywhere. Um, and I guess the coins that Ninjor made for them were, like, animals. Um... 
But for some reason, uh, uh, Ryu is Crimson Hawk is his call out, which like Matt, maybe, you know, has, has Ryu ever been like associated with birds? Really? No, he's never been associated with like any animal. Has he ever even really been associated with the color red? Partially, he has the red headband, which is like yeah. a genuinely iconic part of his costume, and his his gloves, the red gloves. Yeah, and the red gloves. That's a good point. So uh, he is partially associated with the color red. It's, it, I mean, as much as white, really. He does. He is not really associated with the color, but red would definitely be up there. It feels like sort of an asshole. It's kind of random, but it works, and uh, like. It works and it gives them a justification to give him Ken's flaming uppercut. I think that's basically the beginning, middle, and end of that justification, which is fine. The costume is so good. The costume is really good. It's crazy because they could have, like, there are bad power. Everyone's like, all Power Rangers look the same, and I get where you're coming from. I do understand. I, I I don't even have that much of a dog in this fight and just know. But but what I'll say is, like, there's bad fucking Power Rangers outfits. There's really shitty ones. And his looks great. It's, like, yeah. really cool. He has a shield. It doesn't look exactly like Tommy's, you know, shield. Uh, but it is gold. It, it looks a little different. He keeps the gloves, which is kind of funny to me. Like, they, they aren't really any different. Um, like you said, there's not really, like... The thing with Ryu is that, like... All of the unique parts of his design that define him as Ryu are kind of in the head and hands. Everything else, he's just a dude in a gi. Yeah. And then his suit is white, and he has uh, this red head. I mean, he's got a fucking headband on his visor, which is great. And then it has this, like, uh, kind of hawk beak-looking thing over top of it, which is neat. It's a cool costume. I really dig it. And then they beat the shit out of him, Bison, and that's pretty much it. Uh, well, I guess I... For some reason, then later, anytime later when they have Tommy in the Green Ranger uh, suit, he can just shoot Hadoukens, like green Hadoukens. I don't think he ever do- did that in when I he was the Green think Ranger. He might have at some point. Did he, maybe he did it like when he was still evil, when he had a bunch of powers he never used ever again. I was about to say, I think he may have done that when he was evil. I'm not positive, yeah. but I think he did. So yeah, I don't remember the specifics, but Evil Tommy definitely did some shit he never did when he was good. Yeah, so him, uh, so Ryu, Gia, and Tommy all Hadouken and Bison at the same time, and he fucking blows up. It's great. It's real stupid. I love it. You should watch this. It's very silly. Um, and I think, like, I like, it just... It furthers the fact that they've been doing really neat, dumb stuff with their, like, license lately. Like, uh, you know, the game the game is neat in and of itself. There's this. There's Shattered Grid. I've been really enjoying how they've been willing to, like, um, mess around with, with the, the yeah. stuff they have available to them. I, I, feel so. like, I feel like that's the reason that, like, and again, not to, not to talk about the movie a fucking again, but I feel like that's the reason that that kind of didn't work and everything else we've been seeing around the brand kind of has, is that, like, for Power Rangers to work, you have to embrace that it's weird and stupid. And yeah. if, you, if you don't do that, it doesn't work. Yeah. I, yeah, I and, mean, like, I, the best parts of that movie, which I didn't like, like, the best parts of that movie were when it was stupid, like, Rita busting into the Krispy Kreme for some fucking Rita reason. Rita eating gold is maybe, like, not not the hobo part, but the part where she just goes to the store and just 
fucking eats that gold necklace it's one of the best like easily one of the best parts of that movie and it's just because it's so silly like it's real goofy it's still wild to think like have we still have we yet gotten confirmation about whether or not like the the because hasbro's making a movie like absolutely they're making making another movie movie. i don't think we know if it's going to be a direct continuation we haven't talked about it on the show but like I would be okay with them doing something entirely different. That said, it'd yeah. be a fucking shame if that cast doesn't get to because they were great. Oh, we've like, definitely said that. Yeah, like, you specifically have also said that on the air, and I've and I definitely agree with that. Yeah, the cast. And I'm, so- and I'm good, sorry. Like there was so. a reason I was kind of hesitant to bring it back up because I know we'd go on another complete digression. But like, it's okay. I, I feel like it reinforces what's kind of neat about this whole Capcom thing is like if you embrace the fact that like Power Rangers is kind of a dumb show for kids and that like and listen that's and that it doesn't mean you're not allowed to like it as an adult or anything like that it's just you know bear in mind what it is you know it's just a tonal thing that's it yeah yeah i think also when it comes to the street fighter crossover it's a smart pick not only because the characters power levels are like relatively relatively tightly compacted like street fighter characters could feasibly fight morphed rangers sure yeah totally they've got only powers yeah Yeah, not only that, though, but also another thing it leans heavily into is both Street Fighter and Power Rangers have a lot of powerful 90s nostalgia associated with them. It's a it's a very, like, the crossover in that is very strong. Like, that's... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's... There, there are a lot more people who care about the Street Fighter 2 and 3 than there are people who care about Street Fighter 4 and 5. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but I think in that sense, it's a smart crossover. Yeah. I will anyway, say I this, guess. though... Um, this is a bummer. I can't find the cast anywhere. I don't know who plays Chun-Li and, uh, well, I mean, obviously there's the, the, uh, Gia and Tommy are played by their normal actors, but I can't find who plays Ryu or Chun-Li or M. Bison. Which is probably why they use Gia. Yeah, that's true. Cause she's, like, she's it's probably just like okay, JDF is definitely going to be on board because he's JDF and he'll do anything. Who else can we get? Gia is also like the one people like from that. Like uh, Simon was like, yeah, Super Mega Force is one of the worst scenes they've ever had, but Gia is cool, basically. So yeah, I know she's a fan favorite, but but it sucks that they don't give them credit because credit your actors, just do it, please. Um, also, uh, if I had another nitpick, well, it's a problem. Ryu and Chun Li are are up. Well, I was gonna say they're both white. I don't know because I don't have the casting information. But uh, I, I guess I'll. I maybe I could be wrong about that. It doesn't seem great, but I could be wrong. That's why you should tell yeah. me who they are. That's basically what I'm saying. So, yeah, it's cool. Uh, check it out. It's real stupid. I hope Chun-Li gets uh, powers because I want to see just her giant morphed legs. I please. just want to see ch- just a pair of just like 20 just shrieking legs destroying <laughs> Goldar. Why do they have to be shrieking? Because it's I more think, horrifying I think, like that. And that I makes think it Matt's, funny. I think Matt's conception is that like she has so much leg power already that if you were to juice it up anymore, it would just become like a horrible abomination, basically. Yep. Nailed it. <laughs> right between the eyes. Just a Lovecraftian horror composed entirely of human leg. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, 
Uh, folks at home, I know we have some folks who uh, like to do fan art. Please. Oh, uh, no. Please don't do that. Yes. Do it. Do it. Horrible, horrible leg Chun-Li. Um, we will pay you nothing for your efforts. I mean, I would, I would... I would definitely tweet, retweet it, and then and say, "Wow, this is amazing." Also, I hate it. Is basically what I would say. So, yeah, we let's let's go move on to the episode now that we've talked about some things. Um, <clears throat> Power Rangers Zio season one episode four Target Rangers. Okay, thank God I watched the right one. Uh, also. I don't know what that means, and I watched the whole episode. Yeah, I... <laughs> I think it's supposed to be a pun on target range. That's... Oh, because he's got really... missiles? Because he's got guy, missiles. He, yeah. got, he does have missiles. That okay. still doesn't make like, any sense. Because he's a robot what shoots the missiles at the, <laughs> the, the, the it's rangers. A, it's a stretch, that's for sure. So, I mean, listen, it's not the worst stretch we've had. Well, that's true. true. So we get the... Power Rangers Zio theme, still not still not tired of that. It's very good. Um, and we open on uh, some cogs in a junkyard. Now, here's what's kind of weird about this, which is they're a giant army. They're a giant space army. We've seen it. Why do they need to make a monster out of shit in the garbage? Like, don't so, they have stuff? <laughs> they come to the junkyard because they need to give this thing the spark of life, so they're looking for the fucking cars from the worthless song. The fucking Brave <laughs> Little Toaster. Um, oh, they like, oh, they like, they like dismantle the Brave Little Toaster and like shove its fucking brain ch- chip. How did, wait, wait, did they ever justify <laughs> why all the appliances were sentient in no, that movie? No, they were just alive. Okay. <laughs> oh, so maybe they just, like, weld it into this fucking thing, and it's like, their consciousness is, like, fused. So, inside of this thing is, like, a scared, brave little toaster who just doesn't want to kill things and just wants to die. Yeah. Well, he gets his wish. He keeps crying out for Blanky, where are you? Yeah! Um, but, uh... Fuck it, I lost my train of thought. So, here's a weird thing. On the one hand, I like the fact that the Machine Empire, unlike Rita and Zed, do seem to have to take, do seem to have to take, like, material components and shit into account. Like, they have their army. They build robots. They program robots. Uh, we're gonna get the setup for how they make stuff grow, uh, in this episode. And, and yeah, it's still just some, like, you know, sci-fi bullshit. It's like, oh, they... They did a thing to clank an orbit so they can make it grow, but like they sort of explain it, and I appreciate that versus in the past where it's just, eh, the villains can just do magic, so whatever. You well, know? I mean, literally, they just made them out of clay, so it wasn't a problem. They never really had to worry about it. But yes, I I think yeah. it's a neat change. Um, it does call into question two things, though. First of all, if if the machine empire does actually have to re- rely somewhat on physical science and Reed and Zed could just do anything, why are the machine empire the biggest threat in the galaxy? It, it literally, I think it's just because Zed and Rita never bothered to make a hundred monsters at the same time. Like that's, I think it's just that because <laughs> they have this big armada and Rita and Zed don't have, they have like what? 20 tangas maybe like, yeah, something like yeah. that. So, uh, the other question is, again, getting back around to what Matt said, why the fuck are they building this robot in a junkyard? I said that, but it's fine. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. 
sense. The the they're also it's not that they're just building it there. They're using garbage. Like Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not gonna lie to you. The way they're building this thing is they're basically just like bonking a collected pile of garbage with hammers it's and like... the monsters just kind of happening. It reminds me of like Age of Empires when you'd line up like fifty workers on <laughs> one like house. And they'd all just do, like, the same hammer bonking animation, and a house would just kind of explode yeah. out of the ground. <laughs> it reminds yeah. me, it reminded me of, like, Battlefield, where you just hold, like, an electric screwdriver up to a tank, and it's fixed. You're oh, yeah, like, and armor plating just, like, materializes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, you got me thinking about Age of Empires. That game was real good. It yeah, was. it was. Um, so then whoa, we, low, low, low. uh... What? Sorry, go ahead. I said, whoa, low, low, low. Hey, does anyone else remember the cheat code boom, where if you typed boom in, you'd get a baby on a tricycle with a sawed-off shotgun, and it was, like, the strongest unit in the entire game? No, but that's a very good code. Yeah. Was that Age Age of Empires 1 or 2? It was, it was, I think it was 1. That's pretty good. I've never heard of that. Yup. I remember- A baby with a shotgun? A baby on a tricycle with a shotgun. Yep. Holy shit. I was yep. just talking about this. There was something about that era where, like, I can tell you a lot of codes for, like, Doom and Warcraft and stuff that I just remember, even though I, I didn't really play those games that much. Um, but God, I played a lot of Doom back in the day. That really game good. fucking ruled. It's still good. Yeah, so, it is. Um, and anyway, we go t- up to the moon uh, and... Orbis has 50 dot. Also, again, to your point, Matt, <laughs> their strategy seems to just be throw as many people with hammers at a problem as possible. Because yep. Orbis is this little robot, like he's a little ball robot, and there's like 12 people standing over him operating on him at the yeah, same like time. Yeah, like whacking him with tools and screwdrivers and shit. Yeah. This is actually kind of gruesome. Like, I get the excuses is, that they're actually. all robots, but like, they're just performing live surgery on this unwilling patient in the middle of a room. Yeah, yeah and, and like, Robot Scotsman clearly does not want to be operated on, and they like, pin him to the fucking table and start stabbing him with screwdrivers. It's like, ooh. Yeah, yeah, well, he's, he's like taunting Orbis. It's like, don't worry, Orbis. This is, this is, it's not that drastic of a procedure. It'll let <laughs> you make the monsters grow. And then King Mondo's like, oh, <laughs> yes, well, Clank, if you don't think it's that invasive, then you'll be ready for the procedure yourself. He's like, no, I'm Scottish. I, I, I'm mangling Yeah, these by the accents. way, I am so sorry if we have any Scottish listeners because none of us can do it. <laughs> I mean, I'm so sorry if we have any listeners in general because who the fuck would listen to this shit god damn um, so they're both getting uh getting uh you know uh, modified which we mentioned before that orbis is how they they grow monsters in this season and so, the specific way they do it is amazing and we'll it's get very to it. silly i'm excited to we, talk yeah. about it we don't know what specifically they're doing but it seems to involve Making Clank's arm stronger and sticking a tube of monster grow juice up Orbis's butt. Yeah. So, so here's something. Let's let's talk about what happens in this episode. Uh, like overall with the plot of the monster, real quick, because I have some questions that we're gonna need to answer. Okay. Um, they the the Machine Empire builds a robot in the in the junkyard, but then they get the programming from a game that Rocky and his friend are making and they put the program in the robot and then it looks like the robot from the game, but also 
The monster is called Silo because it has big missiles, but 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 King Mondo has already named it Silo before they give it its programming, thus having the missiles. So I'm very confused about how the robot works. Is basically what I'm saying. The way they play it is that Mondo gets the idea to take the programming from this video game that Rocky and this girl are making for a science project or whatever the fuck is happening. We'll get to it. Um, but, like, what was this plan before they started doing that? Like, where was he going to get the programming? Like, he's just making, like, a shell of a robot in a fucking junkyard with no plan as to what to do next? I don't understand. <laughs> like, it's not a good... Look, okay, okay, so you know how sometimes when you go, well, okay, here, you go to the supermarket and, like, you buy extra food, right? You're not going to use it all right away. Sometimes you're just going to, like, leave a can of food in the pantry. This is, like, the evil mastermind robot equivalent of that, I think, where they're like, what if we need, like, a robotic, like, shell on the quick to, like, stuff an evil zombie spirit or some shit? I don't... So you think that the, there's do. a bunch of cogs making a bunch of robot shells all at once, and this is just that one that they happen to use, basically? Yeah, I think they probably go through them pretty quickly, Okay. Alright, fair enough. So, uh, Rocky is playing a video game with... Did anyone catch the lady's name? Um, they said it, but I don't remember what it is. We'll, we'll, we'll get up to we'll speed get to and get the name in a bit. All right, can can I kind of take the wheel here? Sure. So, after the operation happens, uh, they cut to a video game, a fighting game between two robot characters being played. And it is the fucking shittiest looking fighting game yeah. I think I've ever seen in any show ever. Then I'm actually going to disagree. Because really? I was coming here to... to the, I was going to say, like, and this is what I was thinking about when I was watching the episode earlier. As far as fake video games in TV shows, I've seen way worse than this. But fighting like, games specifically, You can name though. basically any crime drama ever made, and there's a shittier looking fake video game in it. That's, and, that's fair, but it, is it a fighting game specifically, though? Can you, like, think of one? I'm not sure. There was probably a fucking Law & Order episode about a fake Mortal Kombat there, oh, turning God, a kid there, into a violent yeah, monster or something. There had to have been shit. Yeah, I mean, Fuck. bad video games, If bad fake video games are a staple of TV, for sure. They're, they're, okay. I, I will say, it is playing the most generic, like, video arcade sound effects possible like I th i'm pretty sure this is taken literally from pac-man i think it is people used to people do that i was gonna say used to but i think they still do where they just take like it, it's just weird because you'd think that people are like inundated with video games enough to know that it doesn't sound like fucking like 2600 atari pac-man anymore but i guess not well when was this made though i mean 94 Four ninety five. I can't remember exactly. But. Yeah, Atari would have been like an outdated frame of reference even for this, but it would have been more not, relevant. Not for back the people then. making the show, though. Fair like, enough. Would probably That's remember true. Playing Atari games as kids. Also, That's true. But yes, it looks like garbage. It's also two of the same uh, same character because I think there's only one character in their game. Which that said, I think this is like a student project. So okay, that. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna um, see in a second that this is not at all how this game is meant to operate. Which I don't know how they got to this point. Okay, 
cut then after they're playing the game to rocky and this woman playing the game to which rocky says to which rocky who looks like he's enjoying himself says oh it's god like- i'm sorry as mm-hmm. as we as we zoom out to see rocky i have to point this out because this is something i didn't catch the first time i watched i watched this episode uh-huh. the robot in the video game says i'm going to rock your world Yes. Which yes. is like so that's a catchphrase he takes out into the real world. Yes, which is funny. I didn't catch that before. So Rocky says verbatim, Man, this is so cool. It's like perfect. And the look on this fucking woman's face, I bust out laughing at this part. Because okay. the <laughs> So yeah? really quickly, before and I wanna make it very clear that with what I'm about to say, I'm not like I'm not saying this woman looks like ancient or that that the actress looks old or anything like that. I'm not like trying to look shame. But it's the sweater. They have this woman in a grandma sweater with a white uh like turtleneck all the way up to her chin and also just like these I think later maybe she's wearing like some grandma earrings. And it really looks like Rocky is apparently in a class with, like, a 35-year-old woman. And it's just really bizarre. It's it's the same problem that we always ran into with Billy. Is like, they want to make someone look, like, stuffy and, like, a square. And it just makes them look like a grandparent. Yeah. Because, like, we're, these are already adults pretending to be teenagers. And when you... And that's the thing is, you can't... When... Like, I get it. Sometimes teenagers dress you know, like there's someone older because sometimes that's just the sort of person they are. But when you already have an actor pretending to be a teenager and then you dress them as an adult, then you just, you just have an adult. Right. Yeah. But also, to Matt's point, um, okay, again, there's they're setting her up to try to be like she's very focused on their project because they're working on a class project together. How it comes across, though, is that this lady... <laughs> Is just really not very nice. The, the, and it, not only that she's not very nice, though. <laughs> it, her specifically, she looks disgusted, and I know yes. she looks disgusted because this facial expression is the exact same facial expression I had on when I played that fucking terrible Deadliest Warrior fighting game <laughs> on the Xbox 360. Yeah. That is a face that says this game is a miserable pile of. Fuck. Holy shit. Speaking of a video game being a miserable pile of fuck, two things. One, what the fuck controllers are they playing on? I don't know. They're real, like, square. They look like, um... They look like knockoff Genesis controllers. I was gonna say the same thing. Are they nomads? Yeah, they're bad. No, they're too small to be nomads. It can't be a nomads. They're too small for that. Maybe it's a Game Gear? I don't know. No, it's still too small. They're playing... They're playing the fighting game part of this on controllers, which again is going to get weirder when the game suddenly becomes something else in like five seconds. Um, <laughs> the the other thing is, speaking of video games, like we went on this weird, like again, peek behind the curtain because I just love doing that today. Apparently, we were talking about Amped for some reason. Yeah, we recorded. Yeah. We started recording this like a half hour later than we normally do because we kept talking about Amped, and I don't remember why. We we're talking about Amped because I've been playing Ring of Elysium or Asylum or whatever the fuck it's called. This the snowboarding battle royale game. Is that the one that's uh, been giving everyone malware? Um, I I think that was misreported. Actually, I did digging on that and I couldn't find anything from people outside of like Reddit and Twitter, so I'm a little skeptical on that. Um, 
anyway, it might have been, though. I'm not saying those that wasn't correct. I'm just saying I couldn't confirm that for myself, and I did a little bit of research. Um, the reason we started talking about Amped is me and my brother started calling that game Amped 4 as a joke. <laughs> and then we started just calling it Amped 4 as not a joke because life is just like a bastard like that sometimes. Yeah. So now when people ask us what we're playing, we just say we're playing Amped 4 and people look at us like we've got lobsters <laughs> crawling out of our ears. So, so Mike, what we, why, did, why did you ask about this? I think I lost the thread. I was. Tr- I just wanted to tell the listeners what, what oh, the fact that we spent excited. a half hour talking <laughs> yeah, about fucking defunct okay. Xbox snowboard series amped. <laughs> so what I wanted to go back to is is I said she does comes across as not very nice. What I will give her in her defense is after she makes this disgusted look and says like, "No, no, I, it's not perfect. There's so many problems with it." She's um, like this. She's like this game's amazing, and she's like, "What are you talking about? This game is a piece of fucking shit." And she's right. They're high school students. I would be fr- pretty impressed if, uh, it, you know, in 1995, I would have been hard pressed to get this working. That I'd said, be impressed if they made it functional, like at all, right. like. Like you, you, like you're in high school. You managed to make fucking chips challenge. It's like you get an A. <laughs> but that said, she's she is very like like oh god, I'm so frustrated with this project. And then Rocky, who I c- couldn't decide if Rocky is a creep in this episode or a huge bozo or either or both. I'm not sure, but he's just like. Well, you know, I will say I'm just really glad I got teamed up with you on this science project. Uh, and it pans over to her and she has this face and she like looks back at him and goes, yeah, I bet you are. And I was just yeah. like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like this show, we we said Rocky's trait is that he's stupid. And I keep expecting the show to 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 like go back against that and there was that one episode where it tried to tell us that he knew chemistry um but other than that it keeps enforcing it because his his high school classmate looks at him as like yeah i bet you really fucking needed somebody who knew what they were doing on your team (laughs) i mean honestly she's being a jerk about this but she's not wrong no she's totally correct so here's here's the thing like it is like the first time I watched this, like it, I really did get the sense that God, she's just being really mean to Rocky for no reason. And then I start to think, okay, hold on. If they've already programmed all this, they've been working on this project for a while. She's had to spend extensive periods of time alone with Rocky, trying to do stuff on a computer. She is probably justifiably fucking done. Yeah, with this shit. and and also every like, they have like three scenes together in this episode. And after every, like at the end of every scene, he tries to ask her out. And if that has been recurring throughout the entire time they've been working on this project, then I could understand her attitude towards him. Like, fucking You see, I don't even think you need to go that far. Even if you assume (laughs) he hasn't been trying to ask her out, just like, like Mike said, imagine working with Rocky on like a highly technical computer science project. Just... By the end of, like, day two, I'm going to be like, I'm going to just, like, cut his fucking brakes. I swear to God. Yeah. And here's the thing. The show wants us to think that he keeps kind of, like, 
subtly asking her out. No. And she keeps not noticing. She keeps not getting a hint. Oh, she knows. She knows. She knows the entire time. She's just trying to ignore it. She's trying to press on. She needs to get an A. Yeah. It's not like, hey, would you like maybe like to grab a soda or take a break and, and get something to eat? It's like every time she stops talking, he's like, you know, there's a dance this Saturday. And she just gives him this blank ass stare. And I think you're right that the show wants us to think that she doesn't like see that he's about to ask her out. No, she's just stonewalling him. Like that's basically what's happening. <laughs> So she says we need to make some small changes to the game. And of course, to make those small changes, what you're going to want to do is wipe and reboot the main hard drive, quote unquote. Oh, God. When this episode tries to get technical about what's happening. Oh, my God. Then she loads up this screen that looks like a like a mist menu or something. I don't know what the fuck it's supposed to be. Uh, but it says like Angel Grove High School data net. Library user Jennifer in like <laughs> it, it's in like block letters. It looks real crazy. It looks like the fucking Terminator font. Or yeah, some shit. God. And so when the game loads up, so this game it has two robots blasting each other, and apparently the the wrong incomplete this isn't working out right version of it was a full ass fighting game that they were playing with two controllers versus each other PvP. When done right, is a single-player trivia game? Right, so that's the yeah. thing, is that she, the reason she... So, so okay, they were fighting each other. There were two controllers. That That's fine. Then she says, no, it's not working right. And I was like, she must be just a perfectionist. No, something was really fucking wrong, as you said, <laughs> because somehow... This, like, trivia-based game was allowing them to... It seems like they programmed in a lot of unneeded functionality to this thing. Yeah, I'm not sure why they have, like, hitboxes and special moves and shit. It seems a little weird. So, yeah, the idea is it asks you a trivia question. If you get it wrong, it shoots you with a missile. Uh, okay, great. Yeah, and also they established that, like, apparently the year Angel Grove was founded was 1775... I don't know how that gels with the time that they actually went back in time. Although maybe the again, at least according to Luke, maybe the whole timeline was reset because of the Tanya shit. I don't even know. Well, seventeen seventy six is when the was that. Oh God, I'm about to show my real bad. That's the Declaration of Independence. Okay, I th- I thought jazz. so. They didn't have t- shit in California before the Declaration, did yeah, they? But, well, th- yeah, but we had we had colonial California. Yeah, it before. didn't make any Who fucking, fucking sense. Knows? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um. So, yes, that's what's supposed to happen. Uh, he then tries to... Rocky then tries to ask her out. And she doesn't even say no. She just, like, basically doesn't respond. Uh, and also, yeah. Rocky does something that a lot of people I know, including myself, did in high school. Which was lean back in those shitty chairs and then lean back a little bit too far and fall all the way out like an idiot. <laughs> um... Yeah, and he, he like, and this really tells you everything you need to know about the sort of rapport and relationship these two have developed over however long they've been really working on this good. project. He falls over, busts his ass. She doesn't even look. She doesn't say anything. She doesn't blink. He just gets him and says, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, and also he eats shit and the entire library laughs at him. And I am continuing to enjoy Rocky just being the biggest doofus. Like, I really do like it. <laughs> 
so yeah, that's that's the end of that scene, and let's uh, let's take a quick break. Go, Ranger, go! Watch out when meteors explode. Strike, Ranger, strike! Uh, hi, I'm Molly, a trans girl living in Seattle. Hi, I'm Ashley, a trans girl living in Florida. And I'm Jules, a trans girl living in Sydney, Australia. We're hosting a new amateur anecdotal advice podcast about what it's been like for us being trans. We'll be covering topics such as coming out, realization, experiences with HRT, thoughts on surgery, romance, and family. You can find us at TM Radiocast on Twitter, and you can send in questions to transmissionquestions at gmail.com and transmissionradiopodcast.tumblr.com. Join us three on what it's all about being trans in your mid-twenties through our own, frankly, weird and wonderful experiences. Alright, we're back. So, uh, we cut to the junkyard, uh, and boy, I... (laughs) Watched this episode and I didn't even remember this this scene existed <laughs> until we were coming back to it. So we've got Balkan Skull who like have been around in the episodes, but I think this is the first time we've seen them with Lieutenant Stone again in this. Yeah, season. I think this is the first time we've seen Lieutenant Stone in Zio. Yeah, he was in like a cut scene at the end, like one of the outtakes. But yeah. I think this is the first Actually, time. Actually, now that seen I think him. about it, we still haven't seen Ernie outside of the credits. No, I don't think so. I think he's in the next episode. Um, but uh, Lieutenant Stone is telling Balkan Skull that uh, a bunch of people have have been stealing stuff from the junkyard. Which it, it's funny because I think growing up, so so sorry, Bulk says, "Who would want to steal all this junk?" And uh, you know. Um, Lieutenant Stone says, Bulkmeyer, one man's junk is another man's gold. Uh, and I think as a child, I didn't really understand what happened at junkyards because a landfill is different. It's just where we as humans put our garbage and then try not to think about it until it kills us all. Yep. But a junkyard, like you can go buy stuff from there or or they sell it as scrap metal sometimes and 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 different stuff like that. It's a business. It's not like what you would think of, but bulk seems to not quite understand that. Um, and he's just like, okay, so what do you want us to do? And they have been assigned to guard the junkyard in case anyone tries to steal, uh, steal, uh, uh, from it again. And Lieutenant, they say, what do we do if we see anyone? What's weird is that like, he doesn't say that stuff's been stolen because honestly stuff hasn't been stolen. He just says there have been break-ins. Oh, which, that's true. You're right. You know, yes. Yeah, there's been cogs coming in. Yeah. And I guess building stuff there, I guess the robot's still there? Yeah, the robot's right there. It, like, yeah, it's yeah, Vulcan literally. Skull and the Tesla walk right by oh, right, the, this right, pile I of forgot. crap. It's actually the robot. Okay. So, so yeah. Um, he, he says, what do we, you want us to do if we if we find him, sir? And, and he says, nab him. Which, for some reason, makes me laugh at the idea of Balkan Skull nabbing anyone. Um, We've seen them do that. (laughs) I know, it's so weird. Like, remember when they tried to arrest the mayor because they're idiots? Also, then they do a special salute with, with 
Lieutenant Stone that's like a weird like what I the fuck? The joke is that they initially start with a regular sloop and then Vulcan and Skull keep doing extra stuff. And initially Lieutenant Stone goes along with it, and then after a while he's just like, What the fuck am I doing? No. I think the idea away. is that he's sort of warming up to them. I'm not sure, but we see him so rarely, it's kind of hard to pin that down. I mean, I do know from stuff that happens later that that is what's supposed to be happening. Is He does he is supposed to eventually grow to like Bulk and Skull. Fair I enough. I don't know how well they convey that. Sure. Uh, Bulk and Skull... Bulk puts on gloves, which I'm not sure what his plan is here. There's probably uh, some cut scene where, you know, Paul Schreier was going to be digging through the junk. Yeah. Like, that's um, but the thing then, is, like, knowing what we know now, especially because of all the, like, the outtakes and the credits, we know that they, like, they film way more Bulk and Skull stuff than they actually use in any given episode. I know that around this time was when they were trying to pitch, like, a Bulk and Skull spinoff, and that makes sense because I feel like they really cut a lot of Bulk and Skull stuff in these these do, episodes. Do you think, like, this just hit me. Do you think trying to position themselves to make a spin-off show where Bulk and Skull were the protagonists was the impetus for making them cops? Hmm. Do you think that's why they did that? Maybe. Personally, I would rather a show where they're just idiot punks, but, you know, maybe that was the idea at yeah, the time. Yeah, but maybe they, was... maybe they thought that would make it easier to sell to the network. It's like, yeah, yeah they, like, they're not punks anymore. They're stupid, but they're 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 trying to be good people now. They're, they signed up to be police officers. Like all good people do. Yeah, I don't know. I think that makes sense. Maybe that was what was going on. Um, but they walk, you're right, they walk right past the robot, which I totally forgot, uh, and then we cut back to school. And her name is Jennifer, by the way. I checked it while we were out. Uh, and Rocky tells Jennifer, uh, like, okay, well, um, what, you know, we should take a break. Don't, uh, don't stress out over it so much. Uh, and we'll, we'll come. What is this? Oh, she's going to run some tests. He offers to do it. Uh, and she says, no, it's okay. We'll, we'll meet here later this afternoon. Please don't touch it. You'll ruin everything. Uh, <laughs> And then she says that she's going to activate the security code so that no one can get into the system. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> are they and locking she writes down? down the password? Which and... at first I thought it was because she was going to give it to him in case he needed to get in, but then it becomes clear that wasn't her plan. So why did she write it down? I I don't yeah, understand. Why would she not just use a password she could remember? I don't know. But it's whatever. very she, strange. She writes it down. She hands it to Rocky. Hands it to Rocky with, without like making sure to, to commit it to memory herself, apparently. Yeah. And then... Um, or just like copy it another time. No, you can they only do write that. down a password once. You know that, right, <laughs> right Matt? <laughs> Wait, you can works. only write down a password r- once? Yeah. What yeah. happens yeah. if you write it down more than once? Uh, the universe explodes. <laughs> Oh, I might have some things I need to do when my <laughs> yeah, I'll be right back. Recording, but uh, but Rocky, I guess, is just so desperate to prove some basic level of competence to this woman that he's just like, well, why don't I hold on to it? I can keep it in my backpack here. I I have to say that I said she was really mean to him, and she is, but also. I've come around very quickly on this interpretation where it's because 
he just keeps fucking up and she's so done with this uh because yeah she she is like okay i'll see you later and rocky's like okay bye and he just has this like he does this move that i don't know how to describe but she walks out and he like whooshes his hand like to the side of his face and like sets his head his head his cheek into his hand and is just like huh and i'm i am left to question like uh, does rocky just love being like shit talked to or something like what's going yeah, on why because like <laughs> And, and listen, like, I mean, some folks want to be stepped on. I get it. But yeah, no kink shaming. They, I'm just, what is But like this? Kink? They treat this like this is a schoolyard crush. It's like, oh, she's so wonderful. She's been nothing but horrible to him for as long as we've seen them. And again, he probably deserved it. But like, why? Why is he crushing on her this hard? It doesn't make any sense. Um. So then we cut up to uh, up to the moon crew. And, uh, hey, by the way, Matt, do you have any thoughts on, uh, King Mondo or any of these dudes, like, design? I was just curious. Um, robot. <laughs> Gear and robot. <laughs> okay, fair enough. That's a good, you know, you got it. I got what I asked for. Yeah! <laughs> so, they say that they're going to, uh, steal the, the program from the, uh, from the computer in order to uh, use that program to program their robot. I don't think that's how any of this works, but we'll go along with it in, in, in service I to the show. I think even in terms of like it being weird sci-fi space magic, none of this makes sense. The idea, like, I'm going to use this trivia game to put it into my robot chassis and then it will murder people? Now, they did set up the idea as if you get its questions wrong, it kills you, um, which is what they go with. And I do like that idea, but again, it's very But also, strange. there's no point where, like, the rangers have to correctly guess a trivia question and not get blown up, so... No, yeah. it, I mean, it asks them questions, but they don't even really try. They're, to, they're all rhetorical. Yeah. It asks a question and then answers it itself immediately. It's, it's yeah. a dumb thing for the way the monster talks. But, like, yeah, just con- conceptually. Conceptually, this this... This episode is just like, what if I build a doomsday device, but I don't know how to program it, so I've just got this old, like, copy of You Don't Know Jack, and I'm just going to slide that in, and we'll just <laughs> yeah. see what happens. I installed I installed this uh, this old floppy disk version of Carmen Sandiego onto my murder robot, and now we're just going to see what happens. <laughs> I don't have anything that can read electronics, so I'm just going to open up this copy of Trivial Pursuit and pour all the pieces in and hope it works. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, at this point, they're like, yeah, I'll just send a, or, or King Mondo's like, I'll send a cog down and it'll steal the password for us. So we get to Rocky and Rocky and Adam are walking and Rocky is saying he's denying that he has a crush on Jennifer. And he says, she's cold, rude and stuck up. And Adam says, yeah, but she's cute, smart and challenging. So we know what Adam is into. Uh, which is trying to wear down girls who, t- who say no, uh, which honestly <laughs> weirdly stacks up with his other shit that we've seen and makes me a little uncomfortable. <laughs> it's weird. It's because like it's not like he's not positioning it as him having a crush on her. 
he's trying to position it as like Rocky being in denial, which we the audience know is the case. Yeah, but, but he's there's, still there's yeah. a weird through Wait, line no, in but... this, and indeed many other appearances where like Adam is just sort of rooting for everyone else's love life. Well, because he he because he's a sad sack in love, so like he's got a. He's like your friend who's really desperately wants a significant other, but they try to set you up with people. Like, I don't know if that was definitely a thing in high school for me. It was a weird issue. Uh, Matt, go ahead. (laughs) No, you're good. You basically covered it already. Okay, good. Well, sorry. (laughs) No, you're fine. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're debating a little bit. And then a cog opens up its weird porthole on the side of a sheet of corrugated metal. It kind of just, like, sticks it in there. Yeah, and just comes out of of it, and then a bunch more come it's out. It's weird the way that, like, because the cogs have to go through something instead of teleporting in, like, the way they enter is, like, always kind of interesting. And, like, this first cog just kind of struts into the scene. Yeah. Have we talked about the weird attack they have where their face, like, like opens and they shoot oh, out definitely. Like, eye lasers. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's wild. It's cool looking. I like it. So they they get attacked very briefly and then they morph. I still really like the morphing sequence, like the whole thing for Zeo where they have to like oh, interlock the two arms. Oh, it's way better than any morphing sequence they've had up until this point. Like the way it's an actual two... morphing sequence. Yeah. And I love the way the like two pieces go together and stuff. It's cool. I like it. Actually, what's weird, and this is not something we'd seen before, where they just hold their hands out and then, like, the wrist pieces for the morphers just materialize. Oh, yeah. they—they they, It actually is nice because it answers the question of, like, remember how they've gotten their morphers stolen before? Apparently that will no longer be a problem because they just oh. exist. Oh. oh, Zach. Sweet, gentle Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Did I get that one wrong? This poor, naive child. Is that the implication of that statement? At least, according to this episode, they can summon their morphers at will. So, it's not just in their backpack like it used to be. Um, Oh. Oh. (laughs) Okay, well, foreshadowing. But anyway, they morph, uh, and they get into a fight. Um, I like that this... So I've been enjoying the the fight music up till this point. This one, not so much. It's just a man yelling the word Big Bang over and over again. I mean, again. this is the one that they used in their first appearance. Oh, was it? Okay. I liked yeah. the one in the last episode, but I must have... So this is like the cog theme then, basically. Yeah, well, they've, they've had two fight themes so far this season, which, again, is more than they had in season yes. three, so... So they fight for a very brief moment, and then uh, one of the cogs just picks up and puts on Rocky's backpack and teleports away. Um, and I have to say and that— actually, like, here's a fucked up thing. So it it, it talks in a robot voice. It's like, this must be it. Yoink. Yeah. What's fucked up about that? I don't know. It's just so it's like, and I know it also happened with the Tangas, but it's still really weird hearing Mooks talk. Yeah, I don't like my Mooks to talk because it makes the whole thing way weirder with the murdering. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're robots, so it's fine. Anyway, uh, what I was gonna say is, uh, I the, always the robot uprising is not gonna be friendly for you, Zach. No, it's yeah. gonna be bad. Uh, it's it's always funny to me whenever the like putties or Tangas or Cogs interact with like normal objects which is good for me because because of the next scene 
<laughs> um, oh yeah, but yeah. So the cogs bail, and then Rocky and are like, "Huh? Okay, I guess I guess they're, I guess we scared him off." Oh no, my backpack! Yeah, uh, he beats himself up over it. Uh, Rocky or, or Adam is like, "Don't worry about it." And then we cut to the school, and God, the the visual comedy of a man in this costume just casually taking out a floppy disk and or, or sorry a piece of paper and then typing in a password pet uh hunt and peck by the way uh <laughs> on this the normal... most efficient way to type because these are machines from the future yeah also do you, did you catch what the password is no it's mook m-o-o-k oh my god wow. yeah it's fucking amazing holy shit <laughs> It's really funny. Um, so, yeah, the password is MOOC, which is very silly. Uh, then they download the software onto a floppy disk. Uh, he puts it back in the backpack. And I guess this is just his backpack now, which I love. <laughs> uh, and then I was like, okay, and now he's going to teleport away in their weird cog thing. Nope. He <laughs> magically gets sucked into the computer for some fucking reason. <laughs> I think Maybe. the idea is that, like, the portal opens next to him, kind of behind the computer there. But that's not what's happening! Maybe he just wanted to open the portal on the computer screen because he felt like it. Is that too much of a fucking problem <laughs> Cause it's for just you, cool. Zach? Yeah, is, I mean, is that that's a problem? fine. Okay. No, you're you're good. Okay. And and then he's, he... <laughs> everything about this cog... This is my new favorite character, this cog. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> what do we okay? What do we, we gotta name him. We can't just keep uh, calling him this cog. I, oh, I just noticed in in the camera. You can, so this the cog mask. When they get close up shots of it while it's typing, like you get close up shots of its face, you can see the stun actor's mouth. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, That's you can see I the want. stunt actor's mouth multiple times. I they think really I'm gonna... need. They really needed him to wear like a black face mask or something for this. I think I'm going to name this cog Steve. No, it's just, no, like, I have a better no? name. We okay. name him Human Lips. Human Lips is not good. I don't like it. Yeah, but, but you can see. Yeah, that's, why we're, human that's what we're lips. going with. You're outvoted. <laughs> okay, okay so Human Lips the cog then jumps into the computer portal that he opened because he wanted to, and it's not a problem. That's fine. <laughs> and then what happens? He walks over to a pile of garbage in the junkyard. And just shoves a floppy disk right in. <laughs> yep. Well, also, then, the, the, as, the way... As this thing, as this thing whirs to life, he backflips into a yeah. tear in space-time. That's, that's honestly, human lips is just like, and now to make my dramatic exit, backflip. He's, he's like, well, I'm never going to be in this show again, so I got to make this count. Backflip, bitches. I'm going to pretend that any time a cog does something cool, it's that guy. <laughs> you can't stop me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, the, he, the fact that it's, like, just the costume, but then they just put some loose aluminum foil over it is very funny. Like, he stomped, and then when he activates, he stomps out from, like, behind a couple pieces of metal. It's just very good. Yeah, there's, like, an old busted computer and shit, and, yeah. Well, because they're, he's standing in, like, a pile of sheet metal, but because it's one of the costumes in this show, it's just foam, so it doesn't look right. It's just very silly. Um, 
then he walks out uh, directly behind Bulk and Skull and scares the shit out of them, and it's it's quite good. Yeah. And he's like, question, where are the Power Rangers? And they run away, and they're like, your data's insufficient! Yeah, that's a good joke. I like that. <laughs> I'm okay with that, yeah. They're, they run away screaming. It's very funny. Um, and so we we wiggle wipe to the command center. and They've been getting real crazy with the wipes in Zio, but yes. Yeah, in that they're actually like doing stuff other than just cutting. Yeah. Um, but so we get, we get to the command center, and... God, I love David Yost's, like, newfound, like, just adult, grown-ass man fashion. I know we've talked about it before. We're going to keep talking about it. It's just... He's just in black slacks with a belt and, like, a gray shirt tucked in. And he it's... just decided to stop pretending he's not 30. Like, that's... <laughs> he just doesn't care anymore. <laughs> um... But yeah, I do like also that they just decided to... It's funny that they decided to make him black since they don't have a black ranger. He always dresses in black or gray. Um, and yeah, he walks out. Uh, Again, we've talked about it before, but like, I have to assume the original plan was to make Billy the Gold Ranger and then something came up or... I don't know, just the fucking folks at the production who had it out for Billy finally just decided they weren't going to do that. Well, yeah, during this time, I think, is really where the whole, like, I I am not being respected uh, because I'm gay thing started being really bad for him. Which is a real Um, shame because, like, like, with everything we're seeing Billy here in the beginning of Zeo, like, he's he's building all the shit. He's fully coming into his own as the tech guy. Like... It'd be a perfect culmination of that for him to be like, you know, the team needs me. I need to get back into action. I'm building my own special set of powers. Yeah, like, I'm the veteran. I'm the I'm the most experienced. I'm the only ranger who has been here from the beginning. I'm the gold ranger. I'm taking my leadership role finally. And like that. that sorry, I accidentally hit my mute button there. Oh, that would okay. have been so good. <laughs> Sorry, I was I was dramatically pu- like that's the thing is I'm still I still gesticulate and do things with my arms even when I'm on the podcast and like I just <laughs> dramatically pumped my fist and hit the mute button on my headset. There. I, I hope whenever you talk about fight scenes, you do like karate motions in midair. <laughs> Not as in in midair, as in you're like waving your hands in midair. Not as in you get up in like a wire harness and you're doing kung fu suspended from your ceiling. Although that'd be fucking badass if you managed that. I'm not going to lie to you. That's a, that's a hardcore podcast setup. Yeah, I'm way too lazy for something like that. <laughs> so, um, my favorite thing about this is that... Uh, oh, oh, right. I was also going to mention... It's funny you say that about Billy, like, uh, the tech guy, like, having to... You wish he, like, stepped back in. In Power Rangers Ninja Storm, that's exactly what their sixth ranger is. He's the tech guy the whole season, and then at the end, they let him be the sixth ranger. So, yeah, that'd have been cool. I I wish they did that. Um, However, so, they see... uh, Zordon interrupts them talking about the quote-unquote new power helmets, which is exciting, uh, to talk about Silo, the monster, uh, and... Okay, they always just show the monster on the the viewing globe doing shit. And a lot of the times it is just shooting lasers at rocks or whatever to, like, demonstrate its power. This particular one kind of got me because they show Silo shooting 
giant missiles at nothing. <laughs> what is he shooting the missiles at? Like, Stuff. Okay, just... Bulk and skull, presumably. <laughs> oh, God, they're so dead. It's really a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, they they say, okay, we'll, we'll alert the rangers. Um, we cut to Tommy, uh, Tanya, and Kat, uh, and they are doing some karate practicing. Uh, Adam and Rocky come in and say, hey, we got attacked by the cogs. Oh, shit. Uh, they all get contacted by Zordon. Well, there's there's a great bit of uh, of dialogue like, yeah, they they attacked us. Oh no, what happened? Well, we we're not sure, but for some reason they took my backpack. Yes. And and like, like what? And uh, and I think they mentioned like, I mean, it, and it would have been fine, but my computer password is there, and I, I think it's cat. It's like computer password. What could that possibly be about? And then when the thing beeps, it's Tanya that says, "Well, I guess we're about to find out." Yeah. Which is weird because Tanya is like extremely on the ball and quick on the uptake, considering how like the short amount of time she's been a Power Ranger. They made Tanya one of the, like the smart one, which is fine, except for the fact that she got like whisked here and installed as a Power Ranger against her will, basically. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, no more no more Tanya confusion for this episode. I have a more important question: Is Tommy's hair getting worse? It seems like it is. It's definitely getting longer. Yeah, there's a shot. And I think it, I think it's definitely worse the longer it gets because like he keeps so he's doing this thing where it's kind of pulled back but not really. Like he puts some of it back in a ponytail but not enough. It's real bad. Like it's like he's 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 it's an artificial mullet. <laughs> like he he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't even have the the level of commitment to go for a real mullet. He has to like jerry rig one up. Also, his one earring is just real like prominent lately, and it's something that I know we've commented on before. But boy, that look is of a time for sure. Yeah, <laughs> holy shit. Um, so they more like listen, folks. It, Nothing against dudes having long hair. I've no, had long hair before. I just think his looks bad. But it does not suit Jason David Frank at all. Yeah, it's not good. I don't I don't think it's very good. <laughs> um so they morph and teleport out uh to fight the monster. And I like that I like that King Mondo just comes down to watch them get their asses kicked. That's cool. <laughs> Rita and Zed didn't do that very often. Uh, he's not going to help. He's just there to watch. Um, and now, uh, as you said, Mike. And, and much in the same way that it was weird, like when we found out later that Zed is actually really strong in a fight, it was weird that he never actually came down. Mondo's kind of a similar situation because we're going to find out later that he too is also really intimidating in a one-on-one fight. But he's just going to sit here and bark orders. Uh, so basically, uh, Silo does the thing. He says, he says his two moves that he just says a bunch in this episode. First is I'm going to rock your world, which is, which he follows up by shooting some, shooting the cliffside and having boulders fall down on the Rangers. I love that he he has giant missiles, but the way that he thinks is most effective to attack them is to shoot the missiles at the mountain and make rocks fall on them. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, that's a, that's a yeah. sound strategy. Why not? But more than that, and this is a line that he's going to say 
57 times during the course of this episode. Uh-huh. Because he's trying to be tough and scary, but he's video game themed. He just keeps saying, you lose. Yeah. He says it over and over and over again. It's fucking just, uh. It's not it's very annoying. good. It, he said, I think he usually said, he says, like, he tends to set it up like he says, uh, this is going to be, um. <sighs> he tries to he fit things it? into the forms of, like, question, bubba bubba. Blah, 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 blah. And then and then an attack, and then he says, "You lose." Um, but yeah, so they 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 get hit by rocks, uh, and then fortunately they use the uh, Matt's preferred strategy of yep. shoot him with a gun. Yeah, I was so <laughs> fucking happy when this happened because it's the first good opening they've had to attack the monster. And what do they do? Laser pistols. All of them pull their guns out and just start dumping on him, which is yeah. exactly what you should fucking do. Yeah, the, it's everything uh, I've ever wanted. <laughs> I'm so happy it finally I wish, fucking happened. I wish. They... I think it's. I think it might be happening, and I have to imagine that the impetus for them actually using their fucking guns is. I don't know if the O Rangers get them later on or what, but they don't seem to have like any melee weapons of any sort. Well, so so. Here's what's weird is you actually do see a shot in this fight of the Red Ranger holding a sword, but like they clearly aren't supposed to have them yet because they they don't use them. Like they've edited it around them using their melee weapons. So yeah, they just have. Oh guns, shit! You're right. Yeah, you totally see Tommy hold a sword. He's not supposed to have. Yeah. Uh, but he they they shoot him with guns. Uh, it does knock him back a little bit. Uh, and then I think they. I can't remember. They don't really fight anymore. Yeah, Clank no, that's pretty much. because no, like that's pretty much the end of it. Mondo like, turns to Clank and Orbis is like, "Do your thing." Yeah, like, like the bullets like bounce off them. Um, the fucking King Beep Booper robot is like, "Hey, make them grow big with your weird fucking." <laughs> so let's talk about this, yeah, shall Matt, we? Do you want it, Matt? Do you want to describe it? It's pretty good. <laughs> I, I'm gonna do my best to recount it how I remember it. Okay. So, so the Scottish robot picks up the little like wrecking ball, jester baby thing. And, <laughs> yeah, like, it's weird looking. And yeah, and like puts it on the end of a chain, and then starts whipping it around like sh- shot put for some yep. reason. Yep, to, that's correct. To power up its mega generators. So- <laughs> I, I do want to clarify one thing because I almost called it a shot put too, and I, I actually went googling to make sure I was using the right term. It's not a shot put; hammer it's a throw. hammer throw. Yeah, hammer Nobody throw. gives a shit. Because <laughs> well, shot puts when you just throw the ball. Hammer throws when you ball. do it on a string oh, like this. Mike, you and me are solid. You know that, right? We're good friends. <laughs> but listen, you need listen. Sh- d- it's it's important for for the listener to get the visual because he's not just throwing Orbis; he swings him around like he's a like it's like he's a fucking skip it. <laughs> skip it, skip it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, he actually does. Shit. Uh, he he throws it, which like I don't think the throwing part is necessary because at first I thought it was gonna be like Zed's little like grow grenades where it blows up and and makes them big, but instead it like attaches and then injects it with steroids. And, and, and then it takes yeah, and then his little like. Like little dilly wand or whatever the fuck it is comes out and like 
shoots its gamer goo into the monster. Oh, I don't like that term. <laughs> I don't. I mean, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on? I don't know what's happening. I rewatched the scene again, and I remembered it pretty much how it goes down. Like, what is it? Like fuel? I guess. I guess it's like fuel. Yeah, like some... it's it's this glowy green rotoscoped substance, and it just. It turns the monster into fucking, um... Oh, shoot, what's it called? Like, wireframe? Well, he, t- he turns into a bunch of polygons, and then he becomes, like, a big version of himself, basically. Yeah. But also, he I like... runs for a bit, and then yeah. now he's big. I also like that he says, <laughs> Who's bigger than a brontosaurus? Answer, me! <laughs> and he just gets huge, which is very funny. Um, God, I actually like this monster. To be honest, it's a cool looking monster. It, it's, it's, it looks like. Um, go ahead. It, I was gonna say it's weird because it it's a really it, like it's a cool looking monster and it's goofy in a right way that's really kind of like funny and endearing. But it's like barely a monster. Its it, design is actually pretty reasonable. Like it's a big like mech robot suit with like guns and like missiles. It's kind of another knock on effect of the fact that like the the bad guy is robot themed that like i'm pretty sure we're just gonna see monsters that are just robots this season so so i just know i'm looking at this uh i'm looking at this monster and i just realized something which is that he i think he must have been and i might be wrong because i don't have it in front of me but I think he might have been in the Sentai, like, a, a jet plane. He, he was definitely based on something. He was best, definitely based on, like, a jet or something. You because can see, he, like, he has, like, wing shoulder pads. And he has, like, missiles and machine guns. And also on his face, he has, like, a mask. Like, an oxygen yeah, mask. Yeah, like an thing. oxygen mask. Yeah. And he looks like... he. The reason I notice is because he looks like in Transformers... When one of the jets turns into its robot mode, like because he's got those wings that still stick out, uh, and yeah, he's co- he's cool looking. They don't really bring up the, that part of it that he is like got wings and stuff. He just well, has no, missiles. they do. Oh, do they? They okay. do. Yeah, remember he? Well, we'll get we'll get to it in just. Oh a yes, okay, you're right. Yep. I forgot. Yep. Yes, 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 they yep. do. <laughs> God, it's really so stupid. Much left in this it's, it's really stupid, but they yeah. they do address that. Okay. So, so they're like, he s- tries to stomp on him, and like, so they're like, okay, we need Zeosword power now. And again, getting into like something that's also kind of nice and also kind of weird with Zeo is like we we cut to this fucking computer panel with like a, a TV monitor or something, and it's like, okay, time for the launching sequence. We're at a fucking you know f- literal real ass hangar where these vehicles are coming out. Yeah, it's still weird that they went from, like, these Zords that, like, show up magically and or live in the Earth to just they're in a place. Like, a, a like there's a Zord hangar, and that's where they are, so I hope now, they don't find out. <laughs> now, we talked, about, we talked about the realistic and believable way they got into the robots last week, where they rode these chairs down these conveyor belts or whatever. Uh-huh. This time around... They jump up, turn into light, and then pew right into the machine. Which I think is basically what was implied to be how it worked before, because they just jump up into the robots. But yeah, it's they like teleport into them basically. Um, so they they get into the robots. They make the 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 Zeo Megazord, which is still cool. Uh, and yeah. 
Well, I so then basically they they fight for a little bit, uh, and they get their butts kicked. Yeah, and then they fall down, and he Silo says, "Question: How hot is the sun?" And I thought that was just going to be his way to like, you know, say like, "Ah, it's a million degrees, like this fireball or something like that." Yeah, I thought I thought it was going to shoot him with like King Mondo's still acting like a, like a hype man throughout this whole fight, and he's like, "Oh, that's a good question, Silo. Why don't you t- give them an answer?" So instead, what happens is chains shoot out of him. He uh, wraps the the Zeo Megazord in chains. He does what? <laughs> Go ahead. He does no. What does he do? Re- repeat he, it again. He flies into space and hugs yep. them at the yep. sun. Yeah, because you know jet jet planes can can do that. I'm watching this. I was watching this episode, and like so much dumb shit in, hap- in Power Rangers happens, and and like all these weird attacks and stuff. But honestly, did not expect them to get thrown at the sun. That's not something I thought was going to happen in yeah, this I, show. I I don't want to be racist, but apparently the Japanese have a very unusual perception of what jet fighter planes do. no they can do that i mean you've seen like macross and stuff right they could just fly around in space and <laughs> and and, and t- wrap up enemy planes and chains and then yeah. throw them into the sun that's yeah, yeah that's is, wait is that how they fight procedure. is that how they fight in the later scenes of macross <laughs> no i was what? just referring to jets in space but oh i but... thought there was gonna be like a really sad like j-pop montage in one of the macross series where like the main idol character starts crying as the protagonist gets thrown into the sun by another robot no so so yeah there there the thing there is is, there is one part of this and i do mean one singular part of this that is actually incredibly realistic and true to life it takes the rangers for fucking ever to get to the sun. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It takes a long time, and also like the monster gets them like sort of. Cl- oh, also the shot is. Uh, I mean, it's two models and then like a rotoscoped sun, or maybe it's like superimposed. I don't know exactly. I think how it's they just stock it. footage of the sun. Yeah. Um. Because and like you could tell from the like it's. It's that thing where, like, when NASA shows footage of the sun, it's like, obviously they can't just show you straight footage of the sun because it's the fucking sun. They have to, like, dim it. So you kind of just see a black ball with, like, rim lighting. With, like, the solar flare stuff coming out. It's cool. Uh, And then the monster, like, I also appreciate that the monster just disengages the chains and is just like, well, I'm done later. (laughs) Because he won, basically, as far as he knows. Yeah. Um, so they're falling and falling. In fairness to this the robot, there's no good reason they should be able to get out of this. Oh yeah. no! Uh, so that's kind of what I love about this is because basically they contact the uh, the power chamber, and this time we reverse the roles from last episode where uh, Billy told Alpha not to use the thing they haven't tested yet, but this time. Alpha's like, oh, we haven't tested the battle helmets yet, and uh, and Billy's just like, listen, Alpha, they're about to go into the sun. Yeah, we listen, kind, like, they're 
I do know what the sun is. Yeah, like I know I'm protesting our equipment, but it's the sun. So (laughs) make sure I get you that they might be giants album I've been meaning to lend you. We we were talking. We were talking about character battles on like YouTube earlier. What if the Megazord fought the sun? Oh, sun wins. Oh (laughs) shit. Okay. The sun would probably win. Okay. So. So the basic gist of it is Billy's going to give us a quick rundown of what each of the helmets do. So what this what the helmet system is, is essentially, we were never told this before, but they were already wearing the helmet for Tommy, just at all time. That's warrior right. mode. When they're fighting with the when sword, When they're like punching and kicking helmet. and sword swinging, they're in yeah. warrior mode. It's a Makes red sense. helmet yes. with like big horn wing things on it. It's cool. So, yeah. So what they can do is, I guess when a different ranger moves to the front seat of the cockpit, fucking, uh, like, the helmet switches out, and they get a different power based on who's driving. And yeah. so... Yeah, the so- ones that are relevant here for escaping the sun, uh, Adam's power is gravity? Uh, yeah. Is that and Adam? So, so what I wanted to point out about this is, like, I think this is a cool idea... And I like how a lot of them look. I also think it's very funny that the first time they choose to de- debut these, the the exact problem that they have to solve is one of the very niche powers that one of the one of the helmets has oh, because <laughs> because they're falling into the sun and they explicitly make sure to mention like the gravitational pull of the sun has us oh wait we have gravity powers we're all good well that's the thing is it's not Adam's gravity powers that are the niche thing because gravity powers seem like they'd be useful anywhere yeah I was about to the, say gravity the niche thing is they immediately switch Tanya to the front. And Tanya and her has helmet, her helmet is fucking power. her helmet is fucking Viking horns that are jets. Yeah, which is really good if you happen to be moving head first towards something you don't want to be moving toward. <laughs> I guess because <laughs> it's just, this jets just blow blow the Megazord backwards, feet first away from the sun. Yeah, I don't know if they Earth. can angle them around because in this shot they just fly. Right. They just reverse from the sun, basically. It's they a... activate their jets and fly backwards, like you know, legs it's, first. It's it's a really good thing they were like they were oriented like that because if they'd have been oriented like 180 degrees from there, they just launch themselves into the sun faster and yeah. die. <laughs> <laughs> I, so... I also want to say real quick, I love how the the bull the green ranger helmet looks it's really cool looking the helmets are all cool looks um but well i don't know about the canon one (laughs) we'll get to the we'll get to the canon so here's the thing so adam gets gravity tanya gets jets question mark uh we get back down to earth and all of the robots both the giant one and the regular size ones are really surprised that the megazord is back and uh, they immediately switch Cat uh, up to the front seat, and her helmet is just a gun. Yeah, it's, it's a hat. Basically... Imagine, okay, so just like imagine somebody took a bowl, right? And now somebody takes a handgun, and they kind of just like pound the hilt 
of the handgun through the bowl until the barrel is sticking out of and the they go, top. And they go, look at my new like invention, forward. it's a gun helmet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you're like, here's my gun hat. You now have zero gun power, cannon power, I have a unicorn, whatever. blam. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's what this fucking thing looks like. It's real goofy. It's but the it's, goofiest that's fucking not thing. the most goofy and inexplicable one, though. It's because not. Catherine steps out of the way. She t- she goes back to the back seat. Rocky steps forward, and it's time for the pyramid helmet. Because <laughs> Rocky... Which, which does fucking what? <laughs> so here's the thing. When they say, like, Billy, he says, Tommy, you have warrior power. You know, um... Cat, you have cannon power. Tanya, Tanya, you have uh, jet power. Adam, you have gravity power. And Rocky, you have pyramid power. And, <laughs> and I, I love how all three of our reactions were identical on the first watch of this episode, which is, what the fucking fuck is and pyramid they, power? And they use pyramid power. Now, the helmet looks neat. It's basically like the part around the Sphinx's... Uh, head like yeah, yeah it's actually a it's actually one of the better looking helmets to be honest um, but i don't know what the power is i can't tell you it it seems to trap the monster in some sort of polygon not a pyramid but a weird like fucking septagon like, thing and then it just flings it up and down like it's a tractor beam and it's just throwing the monster around yeah so that's what pyramids do i guess I mean, that's cool. I guess that's why all, like, the ancient Egypt pharaohs were so all up ons for them, if they let you do that. But otherwise, I don't really understand where they were going with this one. <laughs> because, like, the great you thing know, is... What's up? What's up? I was going to say, I always thought it was weird that uh, all the people thought that the pharaohs were gods. But if they could do this shit, I get it. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. Yeah, I don't, rec- I don't recall the part in Yu-Gi-Oh! where this shit happens, but, like, <laughs> damn. Damn. So... so so they they throw also it takes a long time and the monster is going whoa the whole time and it's very funny no zach's not kidding by the way the monster really does go whoa yeah it's good it almost sounds and then they switch tommy takes the front seat again and they switch to warrior mode aka just the regular ass way the the zord normally looks yeah and they do the finishing move and that's that it's it's just like in a in a JRPG you just use all you just like well I have four spells I'll use all the spells and then I and then I just win basically <laughs> like that's what they did they just ran through the list of things they could do and then and then murdered him. Um, Mondo is very upset. Uh, he shakes his staff at them, uh, and then they all teleport away away back up to space. Billy is very happy. Uh, he, they high five, he high fives Alpha, and then we cut back to the computer lab. Uh, and this lady is, okay, again, of all the complaints I have about how computers work in this, usually, I guess the... Let's, let's not skip Alpha and Billy doing high fives. I said that. Because, like, Alpha, oh, I guess I missed that, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. But yes, it's very it's it's fun. They they have a, a a bro moment, and then um, yeah. Apparently that cog. What was his name again, Matt? What do we name um, him? Uh, human lips. Human lips. Yeah, human, human lips, lips. The cog uh, didn't just copy the software. 
he like moved it so that they don't have a copy anymore, which is just yeah, extra mean. It. Yeah, he deleted he's evil. it. Because he's, yeah, he's no, evil. he's not evil. He's a professional. He leaves no evidence <laughs> if he can avoid it because human lips doesn't fuck around. <laughs> um, now, so... now I want a Hitman mod starring human lips. Oh, yeah, God. the entirety of Hitman 2016, but you just play as human lips instead. <laughs> hate this name so much. <laughs> I want to see human lips beat an Italian into unconsciousness with a shovel and then kill him with a wood chipper. <laughs> I want to see human lips do that thing in the first uh, Hitman where he just plays drums completely stone-faced to audition for a band. <laughs> I want to see I want to see human lips shoot like a Metro SWAT team and then not get busted because he's playing a DJ table to remain in cover as also, a SWAT yeah, officer. Yeah, also, you just put the different costumes on, but it's still obviously a cog. Like, it's just really, <laughs> really clear. Oh, um, no. And he's it, still always moving like a robot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. No, when Human Lips Hitman kills people, it's like the it's like the GDQ runners, and he just starts, like, clipping through walls and shit. <laughs> you just hear, like, clattering, jittery noises, and then a <laughs> chandelier falls on you and you die. <laughs> so, so uh, Jennifer is like, oh, my God, what happened to the system? Someone broke in. Our software is all gone. Our work is... is totally kaput and rocky's like yeah um i let the password get stolen by somebody uh and she's like oh my god i fucking knew this would happen she's like oh my god i fucking hate you so much i knew you were incompetent you piece of shit and he's like well hold on hold on i i i i found it though i got the programming back it was uh it was in a junkyard. Why would you t- be truthful about that part? Just lie. Because like, he's a dumb. Yeah, well, okay. That's fair. <laughs> um, but he In fairness, his name, she clearly doesn't give a shit. She's like, whatever, you got it back. I don't care. Yeah. So she puts it in, and, and she's excited. And then Rocky has the fucking balls. <laughs> the... The the cojones or whatever terminology you want to use. The, the, the stupid, fucking fully stu- inflated Voight basketballs. <laughs> <laughs> the stupidity, maybe. Uh, to still, he's like, hey, I uh, I saved the project, so you want to go date me? And <laughs> <laughs> and she flips out at him, like complete, uh, kind of understandably flips out at him, and, and completely, and. Rocky finally, I guess, kind of standing up for himself. He's like, hold it, hold it, time out. You've been really mean to me this entire time, and I really don't understand why, because I'm dumb. <laughs> like, so here's the problem with this, is because he's like, the, the it's the phrasing. Because he says, you've been giving me the cold shoulder this whole time, and that honestly set out off my, like, gross meter, I guess. Because that's that phrasing, like, he's implying that she owes him something, basically. It, it goes along with him saying, like, well, I saved the project, so you should date me. And I don't like it very much. I much prefer my characterization of, or our characterization of Rocky as dumb. <laughs> and and yeah. I guess I can go with that on this, but. No, that still works here, honestly. Yeah, that's true. I feel. Uh, unfortunately, for some reason, she is like, 
Well, she basically like she, she gives him an explanation. She's like, "Listen, I don't hate you specifically. I am just really stressed out, and uh, you know, I'm trying to get into a good college and get a scholarship, and this is an important project. So I've been, yeah. you know, freaked out and a she, little bit." She does tell him like. And I and I really am actually busy the night of the dance. Like I actually do have plans, but maybe some other time. Which, which is exactly like you like this is this is the like you gave him an inch and now you're doomed kind of situation. Because it's rocky. <laughs> I'm going to assume that this relationship is pretty much a non-starter. Oh, definitely. We will never see this character again. I'm sure. Which honestly is kind of a shame because I like her because she's mean to Rocky and like her fucking facial reaction. I don't know who the actress they got to play this woman is, but she's actually like a fairly good actress because like her look of utter fucking disgust when she's playing that video game made me laugh. And it's probably just me, but it made me laugh so goddamn hard. She has some really good eye rolls and stuff. Like, she genuinely has some good emotes when she's responding to dumb shit that Rocky has just said, basically. Uh, like, when she a- when he asks her out and she's like, it's your fault that it got stolen. You go- don't get to go like, look what a great job I did. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I like her. I think she's fun. Um, it, it's funny because when I started this, I was definitely like, when we started this recap even, I was like, man, she's really mean. But honestly, as we watched it again, I was like, oh, because he's an idiot. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah, no, she's maybe not 100% justified in being this mean to him, but she's like 75 justified at least right um but yeah that's that yeah it's it's just the thing is like and this happens a lot with characters like this the show really wants us to think that like she's being she's the one who's being unreasonable but like no like we're i'm totally on her side just 100 i I don't know in this one it actually felt pretty even-handed I think both of them are a bit like she's being a little meaner than she probably needs to be. And Rocky is like completely oblivious to the fact that she's not interested. So it, yeah, yeah. as far as like Power Rangers character interactions go, this was honestly pretty good. I mean, it's pretty good clearing a very low bar, but, but this didn't feel, yeah, this didn't act. This actually felt like two humans kind of interacting with each other, which by this show's standards is fucking amazing. But also, they're definitely not going to go on a date. That's oh not hell <laughs> no! If it happens, it's going to be a one and done. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, so that's the episode. It's pretty fun. Rocky. It's just crazy to me that Rocky continues to like fit into the characterization we made up for him. <laughs> Basically, I guess it wasn't completely made up. He just said some real dumb shit early, uh, but it keeps like compounding on itself. So uh, that's been fun for me. Um, yeah, I think that's the episode for today. We we went almost two hours with only three of us. I have a bunch of questions, but we're going to go ahead we, and we hold on to so those. We had so much dumb shit to talk about. Yeah, yeah we did. So I have questions, but if you have more, um, we'll try to eventually get to all of them. Um, yeah. And I, again, if you have sent one in and I haven't answered it, we've got some. We will do some. Uh, but send it to us at Teens with Toot on Twitter. 
uh, teenswithtude at gmail.com or Teenagers with Attitude is our Facebook group. Um, check out audioentropy.com where you can listen to all of our cool uh, podcasts. Um, uh, also check out at audioentropy on Twitter because the link there is for the Discord. Yeah. Which that's... is a fun time. Talk with us. Talk with fans. Uh, I do want to mention excuse me, uh, two things real quick. Um, one is that uh, – the episode from two weeks ago, uh, which is the one that, from our perspective, just went live because we record these well in advance. Uh, when I talked about Common Writer Zio, um, I had two different people. I had our friend Victor Perfecto on Twitter and our friend Waffle Man on uh, Discord both correct me because I totally beefed it uh, when it came to understanding even basic facts about Common Writer Zio, and they both sent me a lot of corrections. Um, and I'm not going to go into detail on it because we're running long and I'm tired and I honestly didn't bother to remember any of them. But like, <laughs> I just want to say on the record, thank you for correcting me because I fucking screwed the pooch on that one real yeah, bad. I'm I'm going to try to – I want to get a little bit more information on uh, O-Ranger before we talk about that uh, because we're, we're a couple episodes in, but we're still early enough that I want to give like – a rundown of that theme but i need to do a little bit more research so i don't screw it up too bad so yeah that's something yeah. we're going to try to do a little bit better about we i do appreciate our fans and never being like how could you get this wrong because again we we're fans but like we don't know a ton about even power rangers most of the time and definitely not the or same much time. of anything we get things wrong all the time <laughs> so we'll, we'll we're trying to get a little bit better and do, at least make sure we don't say really dumb shit uh so yeah just thank uh appreciate you guys uh understanding when we say something that's that's not right yeah uh the other thing i wanted to mention is extra life is coming up soon uh we are still hammering out the exact schedule of like who's gonna do what when uh, but keep your eyes open to our social medias and stuff. And we, cause we are planning on doing some stuff like the whole audio entropy crew. We are planning on doing, you know, the, the 24 hour gaming round the clock marathon thing that folks do for extra yeah, life to last, last try and raise charity. Really yeah. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for uh, details on that. Hopefully we'll have some soon. Uh, especially because like by the time this episode comes out, it's going to be coming up real quick. Um, but just, you know, saying on the record, cause I know some folks, you know, were, uh, like it was a lot of fun last year. And so folks are wondering if we're going to do it again. Yes, we are planning on it. Yep. Uh, we just need to hammer out all the details that is coming. Yep. So, uh, check all that out and, and, and keep your eyes open and we'll have, uh, information about that stuff soon. So Matt, thanks yeah. for coming uh, on, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. You back. It's uh, been great yeah. being able to come back. You got anything you want to plug? Nah, nah, I'm good. You you got like a oh well he you kind of plugged Amped Four so go play Amped Four it's not called that but no it's called Ring of uh, Elysium Asylum <laughs> I played like in three hours of the fucking game I, and I just always called it Amped Four so I don't actually remember <laughs> what the game is called because so go, I just so go call play, it Amped <laughs> go yeah. play the game that Matt likes that he made up a name for you can do it it'll be great. I'm, Unless it actually does install malware on your computer, well, which it might, yeah. but I wasn't able to confirm that. I, I actually did a reasonable amount of homework on that game, and I couldn't find it, but maybe it does? Not sure. Look into that before you install and play that game, because I don't want you to get, like, a root kit or something. Also, I guess I do want to give a shout-out to that one person who 
commented that I wasn't funny on this show. (laughs) Yeah. How you liking this one, bud? I forgot that Shout outs to you. (laughs) Yeah, totally fucking did. Shout outs to the one person who doesn't listen to episodes that Matt's on. They're never going to hear this. Fuck you. All right. All right, everybody. Thanks for for listening, tuning in, and, and come back next week. Uh, until then, for Teenagers with Attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Mike. And I've been Matt. And may the power protect you always. Seriously. See Seriously, I'd call it Amp 4. It's not a joke. It's actually I wish I could stop, but I'm going to do it now. <laughs> Go. Ranger, go. Watch out when the meteors explode. Strike. Ranger, strike. Thunder cracks whenever worlds collide. Big bang. Big bang. Big bang. Bang. Big bang. Big bang, big bang, bang, big bang, big bang, big bang, bang. Go, Ranger, go. Watch out when meteors explode. Strike, Ranger, strike. Thunder cracks whenever worlds collide. Big bang, big bang, big bang, bang, big bang, big bang, big bang, bang, big bang, big bang, big bang, bang, big bang, big bang, big bang, bang.